This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. You yeah. Know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. So click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. And uh, today's episode, we're going to talk a little, a little naughty to you guys. Yeah, we are. And not Lacey whispering naughty things into your ear. We're talking naughty in New Orleans. But I can do that. Or as they say, Nolans. Yeah, we don't say it correctly. Yeah, you're from the South. You don't know? No, I just say naughty in New Orleans, but technically it's naughty. Nolans. Yeah. Right? Something like that. All right, don't judge me if I said that Yeah, he's from way up north, guys. Don't judge him. Yeah, and we just, to be fair, we just got back. Yeah, we are about four hours since we got home. (laughs) We've basically unpacked our suitcases. We've got clothes in the washer. We've taken showers and... We're we're pretty much dead. It kicked our butt. It was a good time. Yeah, I didn't want to get out of bed and, and go record this. So no, we're <laughs> actually making ourselves do that. So just know that um, I'm actually having surgery tomorrow. So we had to get this podcast in tonight or it wouldn't have gotten done. So Right. We're dedicated to you guys. <laughs> we're, we're putting in the time and effort. I hope you appreciate it. Yeah. But uh, so this episode, I think what we're going to do is we're going to give an overview over what exactly Nadia in New Orleans is. Yeah, because honestly, we weren't 100% sure what it was. We had had like mixed reviews. Some of our friends loved it. Some didn't. Um, and so if you are looking at going maybe next year or a few years down the road, hopefully this podcast will give you some information so you can make that decision for yourself. 
Yeah, because I, I do think there's some misconceptions out there. I think there is. You know, we had heard about Naughty. We heard mixed reviews about it. Um, you know, and we weren't sure what to expect. I think by the time you finish this podcast episode, you will be um, better off than we were. Yeah. Going into it. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's start at the beginning then. What what exactly is Naughty in New Orleans? So it's not just a hotel takeover. It's an alternative lifestyle convention. Yeah, and it's it's very unique. It's not like I think anything we've ever done before. Um, it you know this is a five day, four night hotel takeover, but they really advertise it as an alternative lifestyle convention. So this this isn't just not any swingers hotel takeover. It's really got that convention kind of feel to it. It does, and it's jammed, packed full of stuff. So we went hard, probably harder than we ever have. That's why we're kind of dying today. Um, but I mean, literally there's party after party, seminar after seminar. I mean, like you can do as much as, or as little as you want to. And I mean, I don't feel like we even did it all and I'm still that exhausted. Yeah. I, I don't think you can do it all. No, no I way. think that's maybe something important to, to mention. If you're going in the Donati in New Orleans and you look at the schedule and you're like, holy cow, like I have to do all of these things. Like, yeah, please don't even attempt that because you, you, you may die. Yeah, you may. <laughs> I mean, like. We had to make a point to eat every day. Like, we had to say, okay, we have to stop and eat. I mean, it was just so jam-packed, but so much fun at the same time. I know we'll get more into that, but just a lot to do. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think you, could, you couldn't you could do it all because there's stuff going on simultaneously, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, in different locations. Yeah. Um, right, so five days, four nights, alternative lifestyle convention, and it, it spreads. It's not just the Astor Crown Prep. Plaza Hotel, which is the main hotel that's mm-hmm. right there on Canal Street and, and Bourbon Street. Kind of, if you've been to uh, Naughty New Orleans and on Bourbon Street, it's down the Hard Rock end, so yeah. the far end of Bourbon Street, mm-hmm. where Canal Street is, where the Hard Rock is. It's that's- like right in the middle of everything. I didn't realize that um, when we've we've per- you know personally been to New Orleans before. We didn't stay like that close to everything. I mm-hmm. mean, literally, you are right in the middle of everything if you stay. At the main hotel. Now they do, this year they did add two um, overflow hotels, but pretty much everything that was held at a hotel was held at the Astor Crown Hotel, which was the main one. Right. And so it, that that maybe is an important, I know we're going to talk a little bit more, but um, that hotel sells out relatively quickly. Yeah. So I booked us um, October and this event ha- is held in July, just to give you a heads up. Um, pretty much everybody else in our group didn't book until like the spring, early summer. And of course, they were at the third hotel. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. If this is something that you want to do, I would definitely recommend booking early. It's totally okay if you are in one of those other hotels. Like I said, all of our friends were at those other hotels. But I would say they had just as fun of time as we did and we were Right. There. They, they just had to do that awkward walk of shame at the end of each yeah. night slash yeah. the awkward walk of shame to the party with, <laughs> with your trench coat on or sweatshirt or yeah, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, but the, the overflow hotels were pretty close. I mean, they were five they minute walk. Far. They weren't. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't far at all. Um, yeah. So we said three hotels, but then, it, you know, this, this party, this, this event, it spreads all over bourbon street. I mm-hmm. think they, I think what we read on their website was there was over 15 bars at some point in time, they took over and yeah. uh, had parties at. Yeah. Um. So you, you know, when you attend this event, you start going to the, especially the day parties. You're going to be all up and down Bourbon Street. Oh uh, yeah. And I honestly kind of liked it because, you know, we've been to New Orleans one other time, but 
we got to see some hotels and and bars and stuff that we'd never been yeah. in, been in before. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool seeing all the different. I totally agree. Uh, venues. It kind of forced you to get out of like. I don't know if your comfort zone is the right word, but it just kind of made you go to different places, mm-hmm. which I liked. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so n- not only is it, you know, parties, but um, at Naughty, they offer seminars. Mm-hmm. Um, there's panels where they have, uh, you know, guest speakers come and discuss and kind of debate different issues and topics. Um, they had speed dating. Um, they offered meet and greets uh, for not only podcasters, but from for all kinds of different, um, you know, hosts and influencers yeah. and, and people um, that had attended. Um, they had workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, they even had some paid workshops where you could get uh, you know, hypnotized and massages and um, all kinds of Like uh, we said, things. I mean, literally, there was something every single hour. Actually, multiple things every single hour. It was jam-packed. Yeah. Um, and so for parties, they had pool parties, mm-hmm. club parties, um, bar parties, bar parties. So we're going to kind of break down each one of those. Yeah. Um, but but you know, as we were saying, there's stuff going on twenty. Well, not twenty four seven, but okay. Tw- from the time, <laughs> okay, but say from like maybe three a.m. until ten a.m. There's not anything going on. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there is pretty much stuff going on all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's kind of the overview, and and this is you know that's I think we knew that we just didn't know. I guess yeah, how I mean, elaborate it would be. Yeah, I mean, we had actually, they give you the schedule before. I mean, so we had looked at the schedule. We kind of knew, but I don't, it was just, it was just way bigger than, <laughs> I, <laughs> than I imagined. I mean, it was just so much, but I don't know. It was, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, the basics. Let's get, let's, okay. let's get into let's the. The hotels. Let's start there because you know when you think swinger hotel takeover, you know we've been to quite a few of these. They're usually um, like days in. Yeah. No offense to days in, but you know what right. I mean. They're you, like <laughs> you get everything from the two star up, up uh, to to the five star. Mm-hmm. So what what would you say about the the hotels that are were associated with Naughty in New Orleans? They were beautiful. Um, yeah. I, like. I, the Asher Crown was an IHG hotel. It was beautiful. I mean, I think we looked online. It was four stars. I mean, it was, I have no complaints as far as the hotel. Um, the staff there were amazing. Like, for example, we checked in the our day early. And then I went down there on, so we checked in on Tuesday. I went down there on Sunday to extend our stay. And the guy remembered our room number mm-hmm. without me even having to tell him. Like, that's pretty amazing. Um, or maybe scary. I don't know. Um, but just the hotel itself was, everybody was wonderful. Right. So much security. Um, you could not come in the hotel unless you had a badge on that said you were, you know, part of the convention. I mean, it was top notch. Yeah. So I guess uh, worth mentioning, they, they pass out when you check in for Naughty they give you like a lanyard mm-hmm. um, and everywhere you go throughout Naughty in New Orleans, you have to have this lanyard with this pass on it. Yeah. Um, to get any uh, into any of the Naughty sponsored events. Right. And mm-hmm. so I think, you know, we've actually encountered this with even some of our friends thinking that, hey, I'll just go to New Orleans while Naughty in New Orleans is going on. Mm-hmm. And I'll, you know, even though I might not be able to stay in the hotel where everybody is, but I can go to the parties yeah. and things yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like a lot of people said, oh, we're going to get an Airbnb or I have my parents own a house down there or whatever the case may be. 
you cannot do that. Right. <laughs> and we actually had friends that came in just for the weekend and they had to get passes and it was a little bit of a pain to try to get them passes because they were kind of sold out, but they ended up getting some, but you can't go to any party without that lanyard mm-hmm. um, at all. So, I mean, you could walk up and down Bourbon Street and meet people that have lanyards on. But as far as getting into any of the naughty sponsored events, they had people stationed out front that were checking. And then, of course, to get into the Asher Crown Hotel, you had to have one on even to walk into the lobby. Right. They would not let you even come through the front doors without mm-hmm. um, your lanyard. Um and they were checking. Like one of our friends um, left their lanyard in our room and left, you know, in the middle of the night. And it was like hard for him to get up just to get the lanyard, even though his wife had one on. But they were able to get up and get it. But, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's kind of your it's your ID for the week, so mm-hmm. to speak. And if you lose it, I think it's like $100 to replace it. Is it is $100 to replace it. Yeah, yeah. so you want to, mm-hmm. which <laughs> when you're drinking and going all over Bourbon Street, keeping track of your stuff, I think that was an ongoing. It uh, was. It was like, where is my thing? Where is this? We kept losing everything, but I think we found it. Ever, no one in our group lost it, which was important. Right. Not not, not permanently lost anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I got off on a tangent there, but the rooms, the rooms. And the Astro, they're very nice. Very nice. They Ours did not have a refrigerator, which is like good to note. If you are going, if you're driving, you may want to throw a cooler in your car. We didn't, um, we did have drinks, but we just ran and got ice. We didn't, um, we didn't get anything that needed to be refrigerated. So we were fine. But there is over 700 rooms or 700 rooms. Um, I think there was two towers. Is that correct? Yeah. So there's two towers. I mean, that hotel's a maze. We didn't go everywhere, but we it's did a not huge hotel. go everywhere. No, um, pretty much everything. As far there was a few conference rooms on the first floor, but the majority of everything was on the second floor right. of the of the hotel convention hall. So that's kind of where they kept everything. Um, parking was kind of a pain. I would say we ended up valeting, which was kind of pricey, but you could park and walk if you wanted to. Yeah, so it is New Orleans, so parking is, you know, you're not going to be able to park for free. Um, the valet was $50 a day. You could find parking. I think the cheapest they had that I had seen was somewhere around $25 a day. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, you're you're going to go park yourself and then walk however many blocks. Uh, and if which, you pack like me, yeah. that could be a pain in the butt. Uh, yeah, so checking in and checking out. Because you have to kind of pull up curbside to the hotel. It's a busy road. Un, you know, people are just stopping in the street and you're kind of trying to unload your car. And then they It's even, a little bit of a cluster. Yeah. But that's not the hotel's fault. That's New Orleans. I mean, it just is. And we actually went a day early, which I thought would make it easier to get in. Mm-hmm. But there were so many people checking in. And yeah. we left a day later and there were so many people checking out. Yeah. I could only imagine how bad it was. Yeah, and you know, the just days before to give people an idea, I think it took us almost two hours to get just our bag, you know, checked out in mm-hmm. our bags in our car and get packed up and you know on the curb there. And get yeah, out but I don't want that to deter you. Just know that going in, right? Yeah, yeah, expectations. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. So definitely think about you're gonna have to pay for parking and you know getting your stuff out of your car mm-hmm. into your room. Um, Lacey can't pack light, but if you were able to keep it to like a suitcase or a, a backpack yeah, like and a suitcase. Yeah, if you flew, right. you could have easily, like that mm-hmm. would be super easy because you could just pull up, you know, have your two suitcases or whatever and go up. We just had a ton of stuff. Plus, we had a booth, so we had 
we had all of that stuff too. So we had more than your average person. Which Lacey always has. True. <laughs> all right. So um, booking. So if you're interested in Naughty, like we said, they do book out pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if you want to get that main hotel. Right. And But if you want to book it, you need to go to naughty-events.com. If you just Google search Naughty in New Orleans, I think that website yeah. comes up. Yeah. Um, and they do have other events, too. Yeah, um, I think that's something. So I didn't realize. I thought no, Naughty in New Orleans was just like. Well, you probably didn't realize it because I do all of our booking. Right. And I had seen the website. But right. yeah, they have like a Vegas. They have a cruise. Right. They have Naughty Island, I believe. Right. So Naughty Events is like a lifestyle event yeah. coordinator. Uh, Bob and Tess are the yeah. the owners of that, mm-hmm. and they do they do stuff all over the country, mm-hmm. um, and not just Naughty in New Orleans. Yeah, but uh, I think they're known most for this event. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you have to book through them. We already kind of talked about mm-hmm. that a little bit, right? You cannot if you think you're going to show up to New Orleans and go to all these swinger parties, um, that's not gonna that's not gonna work out for you. Yeah. Um, and how disappointing would that be? Like if you didn't realize that and you flew down there and you had all of these plans and then you couldn't go to anything. Oh my gosh, that'd be so terrible. So take our advice, <laughs> book early. Yeah, book early and try to get into that main hotel. I mm-hmm. think that's really, because everything happens there. Like Yeah, but I think you still are going to have a good time if you're at one of the other hotels. But if you can book early and get the main hotel, it's definitely worth doing. Yeah, agree- okay. agreed. And I think price-wise, those other hotels, I think actually were maybe a little, a little more expensive. Yeah, so let's talk about the price. It cost us roughly about $1,500 for the convention in our hotel. So I think we paid $749 for the convention. And then it's about $185 a night. Now, I think some of the other hotels were a little bit pricier. <clears throat> I think it starts at $185 and goes up. And then, of course, we added two extra nights, which we had to add directly through the hotel. We didn't go through Naughty to book those because they only have the Wednesday through Sunday or Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, and I think they, they did offer different packages, right? You don't they have did. to come for the whole time. No, it's about $100 cheaper or $50 cheaper if you come like one day less. But in order to stay in the Asher Crown, you have to stay Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then some, I guess, you know, you said $1,500 and that's for, you know, roughly half of that's for the room and half of that's for the actual event. Um, but there are some other expenses you should expect if you're coming to, to Naughty New Orleans. It is not BYOB. There is a cash bar. Cash. Keep that in mind. Cash bar, not, de- they don't take debit or credit unless right. they change it. Um, there is a bar, um, food. Food was a big thing. Um, and pretty much every place to eat, unless you eat pizza on Bourbon Street, is pretty pricey. Yeah. I think even the pizza was a little pricey. But yeah. it's it's Bur- Bourbon Street, New Orleans. You're, you know, I guess it's somewhat to be expected. But yeah, I don't think we got, I mean, we, I don't think we got out of a restaurant with the two of us without a bill that was like $75. Uh-huh. Um, you could do it cheaper than that. But yeah. I mean, there definitely is Crystal's, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, like IHOP, there's a lot of really close places. But if you're going to go grab like a meal meal, um, yeah, you're right, around $100. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so, you know, you're going to pay for food and food's a premium. You're going to have that parking, you mm-hmm. know, it's what, somewhere between $25 and $50 a day. Alcohol. Depending on where you park, uh, your alcohol. There was a um, a liquor store next door to the hotel, though. 
Yes. Like right next door. So you could you could keep your liquor in your room um, and you could go up to your room as often as you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was a bar at the, you know, around the dance floors and stuff. Yeah. And I think the, you know, drink, drink prices were 10 to $15 mm-hmm. for a mixed drink. Yeah. Um, same. All these, all the um, day parties on Bourbon Street, you're, you're paying a premium for the yeah. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like, I think during the day, they would let you take your alcohol from a different location into the other bars. Yeah, which is different because any other places I think I've been, they've always made you like finish it outside. Yeah, or- I saw a sign. It said something like before 10 p.m. It's like after 10 p.m. outside alcohol not allowed. Oh. But for not in New Orleans, all, all the parties are day parties. Yeah. And it, I, nobody stopped. We walked in with alcohol in just about every one of the. Yeah, because we would usually go to like the daiquiri place. Right. That's um, what I was going to say. The key for us was to go buy the large daiquiris for uh-huh. like. I don't know, ten dollars, fifteen dollars, uh-huh. but for like a big, like thirty-two ounce slushy daiquiri, and we just kind of use those as our drinks. Yeah, uh, throughout the day. Yeah, so that worked for us. But yeah, I think that's pretty much. It, they also do have like a few vendors that if you wanted to purchase things there, that would be added. I think there was some BDSM kink type. We bought a flogger. Um, there was a lady that would paint you if you wanted to do that. There was custom made um, jewelry, jewelry. Yeah. yeah, so it really is a convention center. So I mean, yeah. they had all kinds of stuff. There was, yeah, you I mean you could get massages, you could yeah. do, buy jewelry, you could buy. I think they were, people were selling toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was all kinds of things uh, to to buy. The cash thing is, I think most people were taking cash. The cash bar thing is a good thing that you, you know you noted that, yeah. and I think the on the first night there's a the ATM in the hotel actually ran out of cash because yeah. people kind of you know yeah because we it. didn't think about it I guess like when we go out of the country or something we always know we got to get cash but we're pretty heavy debit card users we didn't even think about it and so we had to actually just get cash the next day. Is there anything else you'd like to note about um, either the hotel or how to get how to get booked? No, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, they do also offer a payment plan. Uh, yes. You pay th- half, and then I think you pay the other half around May or June. You'll have to look that up just to confirm. And if you book early, I think you get $100 off. Right. So, like, if you book now for 2023, I think it's like 649 instead of 749 So, right. just keep that in mind. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so that's that's it for the uh, the hotel and, you know, kind of an overview of the event. Um, we'll take a little break from our sponsors. And when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more uh, in the details about the various parties that they threw um, and the playrooms and all the information you didn't yeah. know about Naughty. We'll be right back. The Swing Nation Podcast is proud to partner with Shameless Care. Yeah, this this was an easy partnership, right? They reached out to us. These are lifestyle people who are looking to help the lifestyle, right? They want to they want to be able to provide lifestyle people with STD testing and at home ED medication. Yeah, so the STD testing is super awesome. You basically fill out a survey and they tell you how often you should be tested. And then you receive the test at home. You're able to take it from the comfort of your home, smell it back in, and you get your results a few days later. Yeah, and then you know knowing those results is a huge deal. Um, but you can also do ED medication, right? You know, having ED in the lifestyle is super common, right? Because you're in a high-stress environment and, uh, you know, 
trying to maintain your erection in that environment can be difficult. So you go online, you take a little survey, you fill out some healthcare information, um, and they they ship you the medicine right to your door. You don't have to have the conversation with your doctor. Um, you can do it all from home. Yes. Yeah, so use our code TSN on shamelesscare.com to receive $30 off. We use it. We suggest you use it. Um, you know, if you need that service, go out there and get it. Thank you. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks. But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on. And it delays the time that you orgasm. So you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're talking naughty in New Orleans, mm-hmm. giving you the details. Um, so let's start um, with, you know, we talked about the hotel. Let's talk a little bit about the, the various parties um, that go on at naughty. So we had always been told that the day parties were where it's at. And it really was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I had so much fun at the day parties. So, basically, they kind of take over an actual bar in New Orleans, a couple of them. So, there'll be several parties going on at one time. And they, they have a, like, a naughty New Orleans, you know, person out front that's got a sign. And you cannot go in unless you had your lanyard. And it's just like a private party. It was so much fun. And if you didn't like the vibe of one party, usually the next one was just like a few doors down or a block down. So you could kind of bounce around depending on like the vibe. Like we would go to one and it'd be like kind of boring. So we'd hop to the next and it'd be more our scene. They also gave away a bunch of stuff at like each one. Like some were ho- like they were all ho- like hosted by someone, so somebody would sponsor it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So w- what Lacey's saying is there was fifty. 50- so what they call the day parties is they take over bars on Bourbon Street. Yeah, 
Um, you cannot get, get in unless you have a lanyard. Mm-hmm. And like Lacey's saying, there's like literally a sign person standing in front yeah. of the door. They have a, they're kind of standing there waving their naughty at New Orleans sign. Um, the schedule they give you gives you the bar names mm-hmm. and the times. And I think the party started about noon. Yeah, uh, it went to like six, I think, is the times. I mean, of course, you could stay later. Um, but I think there was some that were like noon to three and then some that were right. three to six. So they yeah. kind of, so, there was plenty to choose from. Right. Mm-hmm. The rough schedule was, and I think they had two, most days they had two going on simultaneously, mm-hmm. noon to three, the first party and the second party were three to six. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of noon to six is kind of the day party Bourbon Street um, timeline. Um, I would say some of these, like the uh, the beach party they had at the, uh-huh. at, at the beach bar there, which was like a foam party. Which is confusing. So let me explain. So when people say the beach, I assumed a beach. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a bar called <laughs> the beach. And it's supposedly like the best party. We actually had to miss it, which we were totally bummed. But there was like, we walked by because we were grabbing lunch. And there had to be 100 people in line. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. So... A lot of times people would line up, mm-hmm. sometimes like 30 minutes ahead of time, mm-hmm. to get into these parties and get a good seat mm-hmm. or standing position yeah. or or whatever the, the case may be. And it is funny you said that because somebody said to us like the day one, like, oh, the beach, we're going to go to the, the beach on Friday or, or the beach party is Thursday. And I'm like, the beach? Like, how far is the beach from here? <laughs> and like, how, how do you get there? Is there a bus? And they're like, no, the beach, yeah. it's a bar. I was like, oh, that yeah. makes I feel stupid. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But if you n- didn't know, I mean, right. yeah, but yeah, and we were so bummed, but everybody said it was a blast. We actually were on a panel at the same time as that party, but either way, we still had a great time. But yeah, definitely the day parties were so much fun. Like we had to make ourselves leave every single day. Yeah. And so this is, you know, kind of key, right? And if, if you've been the Hedo, been to Desire, you've probably already learned this lesson is that this this is a marathon, not a sprint, right? <laughs> and uh, these, you got to eat these day parties, right? Remembering <laughs> to eat and remembering not to get too wasted at the day parties because you still have a party to go to at night yeah. um, is, is pretty key. Yeah. Um. So all yeah, all these day parties are hosted and sponsored by various groups from across the nation. Yeah, so like, like Tom's Trips, Cassidy. Um, I can think. I can't think of. Uh, other ones off the top of my head but basically anybody that is anything big within the lifestyle i know hito was giving away some stuff i mean there was just something everybody was there (laughs) if you if you've heard of something in the lifestyle that's a big deal they basically were there and sponsoring something yeah and giving away prizes um you know like you said tom's trip had like a miss neo swimsuit um for an audio new orleans contest and then the winner won a free trip to hito um, and that, that contest was l- legit. Like mm-hmm. It really was. Um, we I, went to that party. Yeah, we went to some other parties. Mm-hmm. It, those day parties are are very, very much fun. I highly encourage you to attend them. But mm-hmm. but do do note that that's, you know, I think kind of our, if we had to go over like our daily timeline, it was like sleep in until like 10 o'clock, get up, try to grab some food, get to a day party, mm-hmm. and then try to stay somewhat sober, um, you know, till like five-ish Go grab food, come back, and then start like, getting... Like, kind of rest a little bit, and then go back out for the night party. Mm-hmm. And I know that we don't really have a, a time to talk about this, but I'll put it in here. It was hard to find anywhere to eat, unless you just got mm-hmm. something super quick. 
because there were so many people there. So we ended up making reservations almost every night. And that helped us Mm -hmm. because we knew we had a time that we had to get away. We had to stop what we were doing. And um, that was that, that was key for us. It helped us get sober up and then redo it, <laughs> the party at nine. Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. Yeah. So if you, you know, if, if, especially if you're wanting to eat in one of the nicer restaurants on Bourbon Street, you almost needed to have a reservation. You wanted to make those like 24 hours in advance. And that, that is true. Setting that kind of hard time of we are going to leave the day party mm-hmm. and be <laughs> at the restaurant by six so that yeah. we can sit down and eat. Um, kind of led you to break away because even after the day parties end, like they don't necessarily the bars are all still open. Yeah, so you it's can not stay. Like, yeah, so a lot of people will stay and are still drinking, and I don't know if they ever stop drinking. <laughs> until yeah. They go to the- well, and we would eat dinner like at six thirty, and you know it take we had like six or eight in our group, so it would take a good solid two hours, probably hour and a half, two hours to eat, and then that time you're looking at eight thirty nine o'clock, and then by the time you get back to your room. You kind of regroup, shower, get ready. I mean, you're pushing, you're pushing ten o'clock, which is what time the night party starts. So I mean, like we said before, it is a jammed pack day. Yeah, it's it's like you don't stop. You don't stop, <laughs> and and to be honest with you, are you gonna talk? We didn't do a lot of seminars. Yeah, we just party. Yeah, that's true. So if you would have added in a <laughs> seminar, we did we did a few because we were part of them. But anything above that, we did not do. So if you had added that in as well, like if you got up at eight maybe and went to a seminar or something, that would have just added even more to your day. Yeah. But I guess that's all personal preference. You know, we're still relatively young, even though we're dying today. <laughs> so partying all day is fun. But if, if maybe that's not what you're into a seminar would have been a better choice. Yeah, and to be fair, you're right. We didn't do a lot of seminars except for like the podcasting ones and stuff that we were, we were involved in. Um, but they have some cool seminars. I mean, they had like seminars on how to spank somebody, mm-hmm. seminars on squirting. I mm-hmm. mean, they had seminars on BDSM, and you know, uh, they had speed dating seminars. You know, where you they had naked speed dating, I naked think. <laughs> speed dating. I mean, they, there was some cool stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like, but like we said, there's just no way to do it to do it all. Mm-mm. Uh, probably maybe not. if we go again, maybe we should do one or two of those just to get that experience. Yeah. I, I think especially like the naked speed dating or something, it might be interesting just to I've never done anything like that. So to, to do it would be yeah. kind of yeah. interesting and fun. But yeah, there, there there was a lot going on. Me and Lacey mostly went to the parties and danced <laughs> and danced so much. My legs are like I I'm feel dying. Like, I feel like we've been doing squats for like a week. But, I don't uh, think I've ever danced that much in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> right but anyway okay okay we, we got left off, off on a tangent. day parties <laughs> then you go to dinner and then it's time for the night parties mm-hmm. um and so like this is more of a like a typical hotel takeover what they've done is they converted the ballrooms mm-hmm. on the second floor into like a club um but it, the cool thing is is they have two which if you've heard any of our podcasts what is our number one complaint the music dj DJ, because it's super hard to make everyone happy. You know, if you play older music, the young people don't like it. If you play young music or, you know, like current hits, the older people don't like it. So I think this is genius. The Neither one of the dance floor were super cra- – I mean, like, they were crowded. Don't get me wrong. There's a ton of people there. But it wasn't too much. 
So I thought it was perfect. So they had an EDM room, which I don't even really know what that is. Electronic dance music. Okay, it just sounded like cool music that we were into. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it was I, more electronic. I mean, they did play some. They played a lot of, like you said, the younger yeah. hip hoppy. And then top forties, which we were in there. We tend to we stayed in the EDM room pretty much the whole time. But when we went into the top forty, I don't really know if YMCA is top forty. <laughs> Is it? It's yeah. It. I think they were playing to an older crowd. It is. I mean, it was top forty at one point in time. I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that that other room was, and they had a live band in there one night. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, there was very. It was music. fun. Like we went in there one night because we were taking pictures. They had one of those cameras, like a 360 camera. And the, to be honest with you, they, were, they had some cool music. Um, they did. And I kind of wish we would have spent more time in there because I felt like that was like the main room like they announced the king and queen of mardi gras in uh, that room we yeah, didn't get to see that, that. Yeah. i'm sure they did other things that we didn't get to see in that room and i kind of hated that we missed that yeah and another thing i will say something i learned on this trip and this isn't really in my notes here is that you know the lifestyle is smaller than maybe you think it would be most of the djs and stuff that they had at Nadia or mm-hmm. were the same djs that were at splash yeah uh and we kind of you know, gave them not a rough review, but I didn't love them at Splash. But I loved uh, them at But this. I loved them at Naughty in New Orleans. I think the key is the two different rooms. Yeah. I really do. Because, I mean, like, let's be honest. It's really hard to make 30-year-old, 20, 30-year-olds and 67-year-olds. Like, that's a huge age gap there, right. you know? So I really felt like they did a bet. I think having it split was better. I do. I mean, that's just me. Right. Um, but that's unique to Naughty. I mean, you can't do that at most no, clubs. No, you can't. It would can. be really hard to do that at most hotels. Oh, God, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't do that unless you were this, – this is a huge event. Right. This is not something. Um, but that's, like, good to know for, like, even, like, resorts. Like, to, I don't know. I feel like that should be more of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I get it. Yeah. Um, no, so the night parties were themed. Mm-hmm. Lacey loved all the themes, I think. Was there one you um, didn't like? Let's they were go through okay. the themes. Okay, the so theme. lingerie was the first night, which mm-hmm. was That's easy. Was easy. Um the second night was Burning Land, which was kind it's like a take on Burning Man, which is a like a the rave. desert party they yeah. do, right? Yeah. It's kind um, of the Mad Max end of the world kind of theme, right? Yeah, like steampunk. Yeah. I mean, really kind of anything went so you sort of could do whatever, do whatever you, want, you wanted. I mean it was okay. It wasn't my favorite, but no. it was okay. I mean, I had fun. I loved my outfit. Um, then there was the white night, which again, because we were not super familiar with Naughty, we did not realize this. It was actually, um, and but thank God my outfit worked. It was this was the only party that was off premise, right? So it was at the House of Blues, right? Which is an awesome bar, an awesome bar. Um, we did a sexual freedom parade so we walked from our hotel to house of blues which i don't know would you say it was probably about a mile maybe it was 0.7 is what i okay like google mapped Um, it yeah and so you actually walked in your outfit and i saw some girls in some stripper heels (laughs) in heels that i felt so bad for them yeah um thank god i had white converse shoes um and my outfit was that is a good pro pro tip though but no know that whatever night they do the parade you are if you, you are partake walking. in the parade, yeah. which is optional. Yeah. Um. Maybe something else to note is if you do partake in the, the parade, you are going to get photographed. 
you were gonna yeah. you're gonna get filmed. I mean, there was there was cameras everywhere, and not just from the parade, like people in the parade, the people that were lining the street, street. watching us. I mean, every one of them had their cameras out. Yeah. So if you were someone that privacy is very important to you i would not participate in the parade you could you know wait and let the parade be over and then walk or you could uber whatever but there was cameras well, you could, everywhere so, i don't know if they probably take different routes but you could not go the route of the parade to get yeah, to the, the the bar yeah uh, but yeah it definitely is worth noting what i don't remember what night that was but uh i don't, even I don't know, know if they do it all Friday, in the same, the same night every year but essentially if you, that know that the parade night um if you partake in the parade uh, one, yeah, you're, you're marching to the bar, yeah, and so wear appropriate clothing mm-hmm. to do that. I mean, you can wear whatever you want. It's New Orleans. I mean, you know, I don't think there was really any rules. More about, for comfort, right? Yeah, comfort wise, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you have the, the right shoes on, mm-hmm. and then be aware that there are photographs and things being taken mm-hmm. all along that parade route. But that was mm-hmm. super, super fun. It was oh, a, it was I think so a much highlight fun for me. Yeah. Um, and, and you could also stay in the middle, maybe don't walk on the edge. I mean, there's ways you could probably be fine. Um, and then the last night was Mardi Gras, which I loved that theme. Right. That was my uh, favorite. And that's, I assume that's a theme every year because you're in New yeah. Orleans and that's, that's, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And you had a good, you had a good outfit for that mm-hmm. one. It's probably one of my favorite ones you wore of the week. Yeah, it was mine too. I love my Mardi Gras theme. Yeah. Um, I, I, I loved the the ballrooms. I thought they did a great job. Decorations. I thought the parties were top notch. Now the dancers. I think they brought in dancers, right? They brought in entertainment. So it depends. So some, you know, they had stripper poles, and so they'd have dancers on the stripper. When I say stripper, not dancers like strippers, like like what is the like a go go dancer almost? Yeah, or is that the right yeah. Word? I mean, it, they weren't taking their clothes off, but they didn't have much clothing on. There was also acrobatic people. I don't know what you call acrobats. Um, yeah. At House of House of Blues, they had like an aerial, like with the, the fabric coming yeah. from the skies. I don't know what that's called, but just some really cool entertainment. Again, they had that 360 camera, so you could take pictures in that. Um, they had snacks. Snacks is always important. <laughs> you looked at me like I was crazy. No, but I, I don't know how you went. You went somehow from acrobatics <laughs> being tied up to to snacks. But they yeah. had, a, which I mean, they did. They had it's right. like almost like a cater. They had a few tables in each right. room with like fruits and vegetables and crackers, right. which so was we're nice. talking about in the ballroom at the clubs. Yeah. In the, they had little snacks in the back and water and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Again, cash bar, but they, they did have like cheese and crackers and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, and some of those entertainers that, that last night there was somebody with a, a a grinder grinding on their metal clothing with sparks flying mm-hmm. everywhere. At the House of Blues, they did the suspension stuff with oh, the yeah. with the ropes mm-hmm. and and suspended. You know, so you got like club music going, people dancing while they're suspending this hot girl and kind of on stage mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of rope work and stuff like that. I mean, so these are some pretty even like Hedo. I, I would say these oh, shows. Yeah. Uh, were were pretty impressive. They and, really and, were, and, like nothing I've seen done anywhere, yeah. anywhere else. And it was also like it kind of played into like the sexy vibe, you know, like the mm-hmm. dancers were dressed sexy and had lingerie on. It just kind of fit. They made it work. Each each different type of dancer kind of worked with the themes that were going on. Yeah. All right. So that's kind of the the parties and the well. The, wait, the we forgot oh, about what? Colette's. Okay. Yes. So the Colette's, which is John and Jackie, who you has been on this podcast. Um, they offered 
discounts to the club, which if you don't know, Colette's New Orleans is, is a fantastic Yeah, uh, it's like two blocks club. away. We really need to go there on a different night and do like a full episode on them. But Yeah, so you could go Wednesday through Sunday for free, one of the nights. Mm-hmm. Um, we did not go. Yeah. We were supposed to we go. We were just dead by the time it... Yeah, um, but we heard a lot of people win. I think their themes mirrored Naughties. They kind of work together, so you could wear the same outfit. Um, but if you had never been to Colette, I think that would have been an awesome time to go. We had been, so we kind of wanted to partake with the things that we hadn't done yet. So, But yeah, again, Colette's was an, is an awesome club to go to. We highly recommend them. Yeah. Whether, you know, you're at Naughty New Orleans yeah, or, or you're just, anytime you're yeah. in New Orleans, check out uh, mm-hmm. Club Colette there. It's, it's a great club. Yep. Um, all right. Now let's talk playrooms. Playrooms. Um, Honestly, I don't think we saw all the playrooms. No. So what, what Naughty does is they take an inf- entire um, floor yeah. of the hotel. Uh, it's like 20,000 square feet, right? right. Or something like something that. Like 20,000 like, square feet yeah. of play space. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had everything this, you know, it was, you know, we were very impressed with splash. Uh, I think they probably, maybe they, they, they took a notch off naughty New Orleans. Honestly, I think think, like comparing splash to naughty, just like a side note, I feel like splash is a smaller version of naughty Mm -hmm. and they've done a great, I mean, we love splash. Yeah. We love splash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But naughty New Orleans, but comparable, Mm -hmm. but definitely like an, uh, it's just a smaller version. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the playrooms were insane. Like we kept walking down hallways and we kept finding things and kept finding things. And then we saw things on the list that we didn't see. So obviously we didn't see it all. But basically they had group playrooms, private, semi-private, dark room, which is basically like where the lights are out. So you go in and play and you don't know who touches you. You just know. Like, so basically if you go in, you're kind of consenting to be touched. I mean, I don't know how. how I don't. You, I almost wish we had just done it just to do it. Um, but there was so scary to me. Right, we were with a group of people. We probably had six or eight of us, and there was just you know going into that space. Like it is definitely a fantasy of mine to go into a room and not know. However, I am scared because <laughs> you just don't know who's in there right. and. They, Baby, I'm I'm a little picky, and I just I want to be able to see who's touching me. Yeah, but it's also a kinky. It's also kinky and fun to not know who's touching you. Right. So it's like twofold. It's like I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I think we need. Yeah. To, we need to experience something oh, like that yeah. at some point. So yeah. there's dungeons. There's single rooms. There's women only rooms. There are buy rooms, and then there are toy rooms that have like sibians and stuff like that in there. Yeah, it was it was a lot. They were busy. We had to wait on a playroom, right? Like, or a you know, a space within a playroom. So we didn't want to go in the group room. But I can remember like walking by the group rooms, and I don't think I've ever seen that many people playing on one bed at one time. Right. I mean, even at Splash, and I thought that like, like we every time we go to an event, we think it can't get any better or you know what i mean like i can't get any more you're not gonna find a bigger better but, yeah i mean like literally there are people upon people upon people like if, i love watching that's definitely one of my kinks i could just sit and watch people play you know for hours and i just couldn't get over how many people were in this playroom yeah i, I was very intrigued by it because i know in our experience when we've been at hotel takeovers even when they offer group areas yeah if you have your own room a lot of couples will just go back yeah to their own room yeah 
it seemed like everybody was going to the playroom. I mean, obviously, everybody. it's not everybody. Well, but- and I don't think I've ever seen like a buy friendly room, mm-hmm. which I thought was super cool. I was super intrigued by. I think there should be more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just I was really I was really impressed. It was just so much. Yeah, no, there was a, it was a lot, a lot of play space. Um, they did a very good job, though. I mean, they had sheets everywhere. You know, attendants were pulling mm-hmm. the sheets and and spraying them down. But you're right. I think every, we went to the playrooms. I think every, almost every night. I think every we night, did. but the last night, the Saturday night, they, oh, they closed, closed them at early to break one them down. Yeah. because I think they had to be out of there by the next morning. So they did close them early. So we went back to our room. But yeah, they were like jammed pack. Um. But yeah, they had sheets, they had attendants, there was promescent mm-hmm. lube, all, you know, for everyone to use. I'm trying to think what else um, you could pull the curtain. We, the one that we didn't play in a, yes, we did play in a group the, one. The, the Friday night. Friday night. God, they're all running together. <laughs> um, but one night we played in a private room, which somebody did come in and was like, hey, yeah, Do you think, remember that? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a semi-private. So it had the oh, sheer, like, you yeah. could kind of see through the curtain, but not, you know, one of those sheer kind of curtains. Yeah. Yeah, and somebody just straight up opened it and said, what's going on in here? Yeah. It's like, well, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do, but okay. Yeah. Um, another thing to note is that you can't wear straight clothes into the playroom. So right. men would have to take off their pants and have their boxers on, and they would hand you, like, a bag if you didn't. Yeah, so I kind of like this, right? So a lot of venues do, you have to, you know, towel only into the play space to kind of, I guess, to get everybody on that same level so you don't have gawkers going in there, right? Um, Where Naughty, you just, you had to be in, like, lingerie or underwear. Yeah. And they gave the guys the option of being in, like, their boxers and stuff. They didn't have to be completely nude. A lot of other venues will be like the women can wear lingerie, but the guys have to be naked. Yeah. So this is it seemed like it made it a little more fair where the guys mm-hmm. didn't necessarily have to be naked. They could just be in their underwear yeah. and walk around and not be completely yeah. nude. Yeah, I did like that. And they um also made you put your cups like on a table. You no alcohol bring into your the playroom, yeah, which no. is smart. Well, because I mean, honestly, you're probably gonna kick it over. Right. That's probably why it everywhere. Didn't work, yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. I I really I like the playrooms. We missed the dungeon. I'm a little sad about that. Yeah, I don't know if they're counting the dungeon that was by the ballroom as the actual dungeon. I don't think they are. There was one there somewhere that we missed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else about the playrooms or the play space? I don't think so. No, and that's, I mean, anything else about about Nani in New Orleans, really? I think you should try it out. Yeah, I would say overall it was a good experience. So we've, we've heard mixed reviews. Maybe something I think me and you should talk about is... Uh, what would you say about the age of the people who attended? So that was like one of our biggest concerns. Is we had heard from multiple people that it was definitely an older crowd than we are. We're 38. Um, and I'll be honest with you. When we checked in that first day, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone looked to be in their 50s plus, which mm-hmm. honestly, we don't really mind. We're not one of those couples that like only play with someone our age right. or anything like that. Like we're pretty open as far as that, but we definitely were, it was noted. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that, but we were wrong. Would you agree? Yeah. So there, I don't know if we were wrong. So we had heard that this, that not in New Orleans is all, essentially we were told it's all old people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Basically they're like, don't go. It's just all old people. Yeah. It's like, you'll it's find not, a young person, you know, like attach yourself to them. Right. Cause there's only like two of you there. Right. I would say it was probably more older 50, 60 plus. Yeah. 
than there were younger. But there, you know, if there were three thousand swingers there, maybe two thousand of them were older. Yeah, but a thousand of them were our age. Yeah, but look at that room, that EDM room where we were oh, dancing. Yeah. There were some hot people, oh, yeah. and like not only hot people, like like equally matched hot people, and like the outfits, like everybody just like it was just like a. It was, there were some hot people. Yeah. I'm sorry. This was like next level swinging. This uh-huh. was not <laughs> your little like backwoods hotel takeover. You know, this was like the big deal. Like this mm-hmm. is, I mean, there were some hot ass people there. Yeah. So I would say for Naughty in New Orleans, overall, it's the largest event I think we've ever been to with the most amount of swingers. Yes. Um, it's the only event I've been to where essentially they take over the whole city. Like, not, yeah, not just not just like, yeah, I mean, you a, literally walk down Bourbon Street and every other person has a lanyard on. And it's I told Dan, I was like, it's really refreshing to like be able to look and see who is swing. You know, you didn't have to wonder. You just automatically knew and they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, the largest event, the most people. And I think it's the most it was the best structured like i mean mm-hmm. they had the little app with the schedule you could choose your own adventure mm-hmm. the times were mm-hmm. posted people everywhere i don't know how you throw an event like that like, i don't either like you know you know uh bob and your guys that whole crew yeah you know, that did all that it, that's it's phenomenal and amazing but uh yeah if you've heard negative things about naughty new orleans that have kept you from going i would say give it give it give it a try yeah um, i loved it i, I, I loved it i think I, we'll be back Probably every year. Yeah, like I was, we're unpacking and I, they gave us a sheet to sign up again for next year. And I'm like, I should go ahead and just do it so I know I'm in the correct hotel. And I mean, we had so much, like, I mean, I feel like shit today <laughs> <laughs> because it was just that much of an awesome time. Yeah. I mean, it just was. I mean, New Orleans is fun on a normal weekend, uh-huh. but then you add in like two, 3000 swingers. I mean, it's just, it's just fucking insane. Uh-huh. It just is. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, it'd be, you know, if you said, okay, um, you can either go to Hito or go back to naughty. Like, which one would you do? Like I would probably be yeah. learning, leaning towards naughty. I mean, the only thing I like about Hito that naughty doesn't have is the beach right. and walking around butt naked all week, you know? Right. That's probably the only thing. But, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, parties and stuff, I mean, Naughty beat it hands down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, go to NaughtyTacEvents.com if you want to get signed up for that. Uh, we'll be there next year. We hope to see you there. Anything else that we've missed, babe? I don't think so. Uh, a few other notes. I think we got some upcoming events we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, we will be at Secrets the end of August. With the 26th through the 28th. Mm-hmm. Tickets are on sale now. Go to swingersociety.net. Um, limited tickets left. It's going to be it's gonna be a bash. It's going to be a blowout. I mean, basically everybody that we hang out with that you see on TikTok will be there. I mean, like, they're all booked. I, I don't think we've ever had us all together in one location. It's going to be insane. So we would love to have you. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And if you're, you know, if you're new to the lifestyle and you're considering it, uh, I think it's definitely a good, it's a good place to go and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, go to swingersociety.net to get signed up for that. Party Mark is confirmed. He Yay. emailed us and said he will be there uh, with his drill dough in hand. Um, <laughs> and so if, if you haven't seen all that, it's it's definitely something to get out to. Mm-hmm. We look forward to seeing you. I can't believe it's almost been a year of us doing this podcast. Um, but we, we're very much looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's it. Yep. 
What else you got, babe? I think that's it. All right, we need to go to bed now, I think. Yeah, I have surgery in like 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, folks, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.